First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. By the way, Spencer just alerted us that Schefter now has it that that game between the Bills and Bengals is officially canceled, which the AP and other outlets are reporting that that was basically going to happen. But they still don't have an answer on what they're going to do with the playoffs. Well, hold on. Are you seeing this text from him, though? There's this is like 10 paragraphs. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I hate I hate reading on the radio, so I don't really know how I feel about reading on podcasts. But, all right, so canceling the game between Bills and Bengals creates potential competitive inequities in certain playoff scenarios. In an effort to mitigate those inequities, NFL clubs will consider tomorrow in a special league meeting a resolution recommended by the commissioner and approved today by the competition committee consisting of two elements. One, the AFC championship game will be played at a neutral site if the participating teams played an unequal number of games and both could have been the number one seed and hosted the game had all AFC clubs played a full 17-game regular season. Those circumstances involve Buffalo or Cincinnati qualifying for the game as a road team and are listed below. Scenario one. Buffalo and Kansas City both win or both tie. A Buffalo versus Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral site. Okay. So that means, by the way, that the Chiefs would not be able to host five straight AFC championship games at Arrowhead. Scenario two, Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Baltimore wins or ties. A Buffalo-Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral site. Scenario three, Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Cincinnati wins. A Buffalo or Cincinnati versus Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral site. If Baltimore defeats Cincinnati in week 18, it will have defeated Cincinnati, a division opponent, twice, but will not be able to host a playoff game because Cincinnati will have a higher winning percentage for a 16 game schedule than Baltimore will for a 17 game schedule. Wow, I didn't even consider that. Yeah. Um, if Baltimore defeats Cincinnati and if those two clubs, are scheduled to play a wild card game against one another. The site for that game would be determined by a coin toss. Holy cow. <laughs> if Cincinnati wins the week 18 game or if Baltimore and Cincinnati are not scheduled to play another in the wild card round, the game sites would be determined by the regular scheduling procedures. And then here's a quote from Roger Goodell. As we considered the football schedule, our principles have been to limit disruption across the league and minimize competitive inequities. I recognize that there is no perfect solution. The proposal we are asking the ownership to consider, however, addresses the most significant potential equitable issues created by the difficult but necessary decision not to play the game under these extraordinary circumstances. Dude, this is exactly how I what I said at the beginning. Like, this is very well thought out. They clearly had a ton of people in the room, and they're going to let them vote on it, and none of those scenarios are perfect. Like, I could see the Chiefs being like, wait a minute. We have the most wins. We played the most games. We don't get to have Arrowhead for the AFC Championship game. Yeah, but- I, th- th- this is why I said, you know, you're you're making you're making a bad situation more complicated. Don't you think there's going to be a lot of questions raised about the quote unquote neutral site? Where is it? How did the tickets get dispersed? I, I mean, I think you just do it, you you do it as you do it. No, but my point is like you do it, you just do it as best you can, like. I, I mentioned Indy because, like, you can drive KC to Indy. I've done it before. You can drive Buffalo to Indy. Like, it's probably like 400, 500 miles from, from, each, from each city. Split the tickets. Treat it like, like a bowl game. 
You know, just like do your best. Do your best. The the coin flip for the AFC North one, though, is kind of wild. If Baltimore defeats Cincinnati in week 18, it will have defeated Cincinnati, a division opponent, twice, but will not be able to host a playoff game because Cincinnati would have a higher winning percentage for a 16-game schedule than Baltimore would for a 17-game schedule. That's a tough break for Baltimore. So like they could they could beat them twice, but because they have an extra game on the schedule, have the worst win percentage, and then lose a coin toss and have to play the playoff game in Cincinnati, that's a tough break. Can you just help me with this for a second? Hmm. Let's leave the Chiefs out for one minute. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. If the Bills lose and they're 12 and four, and the Bengals win and they're 12 and four. Who gets the two seed? If the Bills lose, their record's 12 and four. If the Bengals win, their record is also 12 and four. Right. And so there's no head to head. Right. Because Uh the game got canceled. Right. So who's the two and who's the three? Um, Who had, so I don't have the advanced standings up. Okay. Me neither. Can, but, Spencer, but, can you give me winning? I think I think it's winning percentage in conference, right? Because they okay. wouldn't have had that. And that would include a Bills loss to the Patriots and a Bengals win over the Ravens. So that would add a conference win for Cincinnati and add a conference loss for Buffalo, right? Correct. So that really does not fix the problem for me. What I just laid out there, which could happen. It's not likely, but it could. That does not fix the problem, in my opinion, of making the bills Bengals game a no contest because now you're going to remove that game and act like it didn't happen. And because that game didn't get played between those two teams, somebody's going to benefit in terms of seed and someone's going to get the benefit of if those two teams played in the divisional round, it wouldn't be a neutral site. It'd either be back in Cincinnati or in Buffalo. So right. is that, uh, that, that to me seems to be left out of this whole thing. Well, so you're saying, okay, yeah, because if the, well, what if the Chiefs lose? So if the Chiefs lose and the Bills win, then the Bills are the one seed and no neutral sites would happen. Yeah, because the Bills would be 13 and three and the, and the, and the Chiefs would be 13 and four. 13 and Correct. four. Correct. Okay. So that, so that's the cleanest scenario is the Chiefs losing and Buffalo winning and Buffalo just getting the one seed, the buy, and home field advantage. And then nobody has a neutral site game. Yeah, man. I Let's just – I mean, that's fascinating, and that's breaking news, obviously, as we're going, and that's a lot of scenarios that they also have to kind of vote on. Yeah, right? that's, so, not a, that's not a done deal yet. But none of this is a done deal, so like, yeah. I don't want to like spend time like confusing everybody and getting in the weeds. By the time you're listening to this, yeah. they might have already had the vote. But – yeah, that's like a 500-word press release in the middle of the pod. That's There's a lot of contingency there. So Buffalo and Cincinnati would be tied in division 3-3, three and three, and conference record would also be 8-3. Maybe three. they'd flip a coin on that, too, to see who's the 2 and who's the 3 seed. Right, if it, if it goes to that many tiebreakers and they didn't get to play head-to-head. Um, all right, let's 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 speed this up here. Um, we're gonna set we left a, off. We did Seattle and the Rams. Yep, we're going to set a record here, Spencer. 
Uh, all right, Brown Steelers, your squad making the playoffs, Steelers? Oh, man, my heart says yes, they are. Wow. But, but my brain. Okay, yeah. My yeah. brain. Good for you. My brain is concerned with two things. Can you go, can you go through it? It's Steelers win and Dolphins and Patriots need to lose, right? Yep. Okay. My brain says this. The Jets now are going to either start Joe Flacco or Zach Wilson at quarterback. Now, Skylar Thompson looks like Miami's quarterback. The Jets' defense, which has been ranked in the top five all year, regardless of quarterback, should beat Skylar Thompson. But I'm worried about that because they were eliminated for the playoffs last week. Yep. Then the other thing goes back to what we were talking about with Tennessee and Jacksonville. Why are the Steelers at home only a a two-and-a-half-point favorite against the Browns? The Browns are out. They've been out since they lost two weeks ago at home to New Orleans. The Steelers are red hot. Their quarterback has won two games late and has looked like a baller. They've played much better since TJ Watt has gone back in. Everybody raves about Mike Tomlin's coaching and how this is another example of him as an upper echelon coach. The Steelers always beat the Browns. It's a hammer versus nail rivalry. outside 18, of that one 18 straight, right? 18 straight for Pittsburgh at home against Cleveland? Well, with the exception of that playoff game, which we try not to talk about here. Yeah, regular season. Regular season. So why is it only two and a half, Danny? I'm flummoxed by that. Why isn't it why isn't it more like a touchdown? Is it because Deshaun's playing better? Do you think he is? I think he like flashed a little bit recently, but he it hasn't looked consistent. Um how much do people in Pittsburgh I, I don't have a good answer for you. I it feels like Pittsburgh has much more to play for in this game, but it's still Deshaun Watson against Kenny Pickett. That might be a part of it. Um how big of a deal is it to Steelers fans? Mike Tomlin's never had a losing record. Because if he wins this game, he's 9-8. and eight. I honestly think most fans are sick of it. Really? Yeah. I think they're fatigued by it. It's when you kind of one, insane. What year is this, Tomlin? This is 16. It's pretty ridiculous, man. Yeah. Now, he had <laughs> Roethlisberger for 14 of those years. I know. I know. Because there was the 1-8-8 eight eight season where he had to get by with Mason Rudolph and Doc Hodges. You know, but, having Hall of Fame quarterback helps, obviously. But that's uh But this will be six years without a playoff win if they don't get it done in January. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're making it. Um Cardinals Niners. Well, we kind of touched on this. Arizona, the best head coaching job open this offseason. I would be a firm no on that. So who's better? Chargers, who's next? And who's I don't second know, if, I, I don't know the Chargers coming open. Um, okay. then who man, I, I would, I, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I would rather have no quarterback than 250 million in a quarterback that I don't believe in who's small, you know? So like Carolina with draft picks in a very winnable wide open division and a good defense feels to me like the path to winning there is easier going through Tampa. That could be blown up Atlanta, new Orleans, right? Like it, I, I, I'd almost say like Carolina is a better job because it's more of a clean slate. 
there's a lot of things that you have to like, you got to go backwards in Arizona before you could start building. And well, the only thing I'll say about that is these coaches are, are hired to be fired. Who knows that the coach that ends up there is there for the end of the Murray deal in the short term. It might not be the worst thing. He's still, I think probably a top, definitely a top 20 quarterback, probably yeah. more like a top 15. And we're trying to figure out, is it Cliff Kingsbury or is it Kyler Murray? You know, Last year, they were good for what? The first 10 or 11 games of the season? Kyler Murray was playing good football. So he was the number one overall pick. Part of that is because Kingsbury wanted him. But I do think that there are coaches out there who will talk themselves into, get me Kyler Murray, and that beats the unknown of a draft pick or inheriting a team that's using a bridge or stopgap quarterback. So I think it's much higher on the list than you do. Okay. Um, Spencer said, and then Call of Duty came out. And then Kyler Murray fell apart. Um, this year he just got injured, so he had an excuse to play. Yeah, we had plenty of time to game. Uh, by the way, do we have a bet yet that we've agreed on for the show? No. No, we'll find one. We still have okay, time. Well, cause, I mean, you, you mentioned Jaguars. I bet the Chargers and then the line moved horribly against me. Um Bengals have won and covered, by the way, in seven straight games. And they're 20 and three against the spread in their last 23 games. Awesome. Love 20 it. and three. Something to think about. Um, your question for Bucks Falcons was Is there any way that Brady stays in Tampa? Can we just say no and move on? I mean, it's unbelievable what he did last week, and he looks better since he's now dating a 26 year old. But he is. Oh yeah, dude! You didn't see the the model that he was. Yeah, you're up such with? a prick because you got on me all year for like the salacious <laughs> Brady stuff. And as soon as he has like a new hot chick, you're on it way more than I am. Which in the debate of who is a larger pervert, <laughs> you or me, which has been an endless debate for the better part of 15 years, you are now leaning. <laughs> you now pulled back in front. Uh, I just Googled Tom Brady, new girlfriend. And I, uh, I sent it to the show chat. You just, yeah. you just pull that one up, buddy. So you think it's 0.0? I think it's pretty close to 0.0. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's a free agent. They're not going to win there. He's going to make some sort of, he's going to certainly make a play for San Francisco. Mm-hmm. We all know that. And then Vegas. Beyond that, he'll try to be a mercenary and go to the best team that'll have him. And someone will do it. I don't know who, but I mean, who, which one, what team makes sense if it's not San Francisco? Well, I would just say, how hard is it, would it be for Tampa Bay to hire the right coach there? The division is still very winnable. Bring in a running back and get their offensive line healthy. Yeah. It's, I mean, and then to your previous point, why would you want to leave a good situation in terms of path to the playoffs, which worked so well for him in New England for all those years? Yeah, no, that that part's true. He just, if the reports are that he wanted to leave to go to Miami, you know, why do you want to go in a division with Josh Allen? And if he, why would you want to go team up with Josh McDaniels and play Herbert and Mahomes? No, I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he wants to do that. 
I don't, I don't, I don't think he wants to do that. It's kind of infuriating that he's at 45 years old, able to go 34 for 45 with 432 passing. Yards, I'm, three, I'm putting it at 30. I'm putting it at 33 percent that he's back in Tampa. Okay. I'll oh, put it wow. at like, I'll put it like five percent. Oh, you just got the text. Yeah. Yes. Put up 432 yards. <laughs> Fountain of youth. Uh, Texans Colts. All right, here we go. Who should be the number one pick in the draft? Oh man. It's the answer for me is Bryce Young, but even as I say that he's so small and you just you just regaled us with stories of small quarterbacks and your disdain and open dislike for them with Kyler Murray. He's so frail. And he's so tiny. And, and Tua, man. And Tua. Yeah. Like that's another one that I just never bought into. Like now, Russ is the is an outlier. There, he had a great run. You know, it quarterbacks are protected. It it can happen, but it's dude, it's unbelievable that the Bears could have Justin Fields, and all that needs to happen is the Texans need to beat the Colts, and Nate Peterman needs to lose to the Vikings, and the Bears will have Justin Fields and the number one pick in the draft. So I think that they're gonna trade the number one pick for a ransom and hope that someone falls in love or someone's fall in love with Bryce Young. So I think that Bryce Young will be the number one pick, but it's a fascinating spot for Ryan Poles, the bears general manager, like, because he didn't draft Justin Fields and the passing numbers are awful. And I think that that is largely because of the receivers and the offensive line. But do you think your listeners will want to have that discussion? Would you rather have Stroud or Fields? Would you rather have Young or Fields? It no, they they hate they hate it. But it is you should force it on them. I'm going to. Thank I'm you. I'm going to. And I'm a big Justin Fields guy. Like I I I but here here's my point. You have every year the single most valuable asset that any team has in the NFL is the number one pick in the draft because you can take anybody in college and you can get them for five years, four of which are cheap. And with a couple of franchise tags, you can control their rights for seven years. If you think that the number one pick in the draft is a future hall of fame quarterback and you have any doubts that your guy who's going into year three of that isn't who you also could get a ton for in a trade. Like you have to at least consider it. Like you have to go to Bryce Young's pro day. You yeah. have to. Do you like, think the Colts and bears would work on a secret deal to throw the game and then make a trade Indy to move up to Chicago's number one pick? Oh, I like that. In cahoots together? Yeah, maybe. I like that. That's like, hey, if we let Houston beat us, <laughs> can we get like a little bit of a discount? Small discount. Yeah. And again, for the record, I'd be dev- I'd be devastated if the Bears traded Justin Fields. Like, he's the most exciting offensive Bears player of my lifetime. Period. Like, I'd be devastated if they traded Justin Fields. But he has to think about it. He has to. Because 
and I'll, let me ask you this. What do you yeah. think you'd get for Justin Fields in a trade? Oh man, I think you'd I think you'd start with I think you'd start with the Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson packages. Okay. Right there. And what do you think you'd get for the number one pick in the trade? In a trade? You would not get anywhere near as much as that. So you think you'd get more for Justin Fields than for Bryce Young? Yes, I do. Yep. Okay. Well, then you absolutely need to consider what I'm talking about, even yep. though I would kill me as a Bears fan. You'd have to consider it if you have any doubts about Fields. Well, you're going you're gonna to kill it in the ratings when you raise these hypotheticals for the next two to three months. I need it. Um. All right, last. This is what a, what a dud we're ending on. Panthers Saints. <laughs> Is Wilkes going to be the head coach? Dude, I mean, it's been a great, it's like a really cool story. And he's done, I mean, he's done a good job. Objectively, he's done a good job there as the head coach. Given what happened, they get rid of McCaffrey. They've gone through three different quarterbacks, all of that stuff, Danny. Yeah. But, if you're the second richest owner in the NFL, I feel like you're settling if you keep Steve Wilkes. Like, yeah, you I might mean, have a top it. 20 coach, but you want to have a guy that you feel like is a top 10 competitive advantage type coach. Yeah, I I mean, I mentioned it earlier. It might be the best job opening. You know? So... It, Which I don't really get that. I don't know how, I mean, Sam, who's their quarterback next year? But again, like if you feel like you're just a quarterback away, I know like other than that, Mrs. Yeah, Lincoln. I really get it. They're going to have a draft pick that's in the middle. I know. I know. But, but you could, but I'm saying like. Your franchise has been a quarterback away for a hundred years. <laughs> I mean, okay. But yeah. But okay. But so like, but, but again, like for example, that roster's not bad, right? No, Veteran quarterbacks change spots all the time. Is it completely beyond the realm of possibility that Aaron Rodgers is interested or Tom Brady yes. is interested or Tom Brady is interested? Like neither one of those guys are going there. Okay. I think if you could if you could have a situation like we saw with Alex Smith or uh Stafford, I think if you knew you could get, say, Derek Carr. That's another one. I think you might, you know, that then it becomes a more attractive job because everything you've said, that division, especially if Brady leaves, is going to be very winnable next year. It's wide open. Even with Brady, it's wide open, man. He'll yeah. be 46. Yeah, what are we talking about? They're eight, they're eight and eight right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wide open. All right. Well, longest, longest pot of the year. Good to be back. Well, we had a, we had a press release that looked like <laughs> the Dead Sea Scrolls come out in the middle of it. <laughs> I was, I, you're a very well-read man. I was curious which, uh, li- what literary reference you were going to drop there. So the Dead Sea Scrolls did not disappoint. Um, are, are people in Pittsburgh excited, dreading this? How they, how do, how are they, how are they feeling oh, no. in week 18? No, they're excited. I mean, this is almost house money for them. We didn't expect okay. to be in this situation. So we're okay. up for it. All right. Well, all right. All right we, what's our bet? What's our bet? How are we going three and oh? We fade in the Sharps. We lay in it with the Jaguars. Uh, we've already done a Jacksonville bet. We've already done a Jacksonville bet. We have. Do we want to? We want to bet 
uh, for Demar Hamlin, we want to lay the seven and say screw Bill Belichick. He's not. He's. Not I'm okay with that. I'll do that. I like that idea. The Demar Hamlin bet. Yeah, I'll do that. All right, you Let's better make. It. You got to make it. We're two and zero, oh. dude. I've done the other two. Why wouldn't I do it? It's okay. Oh, yeah, I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. All right, Bills minus seven is the show bet. We will talk Sunday night. Oh, that's a good idea. Proceeds go to his charity. I'm in you with wanna, that. You want to? Yep. We'll, we'll make a first. In millions. We'll make a first. Yeah, we'll push it over seven point three million. Uh, we'll make a we'll make a first in pod uh, donation to the charity in the amount of uh, of a bet or something. All right, good idea, Spencer. See you, See you guys. Talk to you after the games.